0: Welcome to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. My name is Mirindy Leverett, healthpreneur, business strategist and intuitive, and I will be your host. In this podcast series, I will be interviewing female healthpreneurs and sharing their amazing, inspiring and motivating stories about how they started their own health business. Listen to how some of these beautiful women have overcome barriers or adversity to create their own unique health business and thrive. These women are not making millions of dollars or dominating the world, but they are certainly making a difference to their clients' lives and living their true purpose of serving and helping others in need. Also in this podcast, I will be sharing hints and tips on how to be a successful healthpreneur whilst remaining authentic when starting and running a health business. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate and educate you on all you need to know about starting, growing and pivoting in a business as a health clinician. This podcast is available to subscribe and download via Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcast. So remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest Authentic Healthpreneur podcast episode. My guest today is Donna Monte, and she owns Ever Vit- Vital, I want to say Vitality, Ever Vital Nutrition. Welcome, Donna. That's oh, right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. So excited to have you from all the way over in the USA in good old Texas. Yes, indeed. Lovely. So I'm just going to jump straight in because you have a very interesting story to share how you've had a career change. Um, So just tell the audience what your profession is and I guess what made you choose to become what you do.
1: Okay, sure. I'm happy to. So I am a registered dietitian nutritionist in the US. And what that means is that I have a four-year nutrition degree as well as a certain certain number of supervised hours and have passed a rigorous exam. Um, I chose nutrition because I'm fascinated by the human body and especially in regards to food as medicine. Um, I considered a couple of options when I was going back to school after a career as a software engineer but everything focused on the n- nutritional sciences so that's kind of how I got here I love the field there's always something new and exciting brewing especially in my niche which is gut health nutrition
0: excellent so I guess tell us how you got started in the industry because you weren't always a dietitian nutritionist so Correct. tell the audience what you right. used to do So I spent my early adulthood in the
1: tech field, as I said, as a software engineer. And while the money was really good, I hated my job every day. I remember at the end of every weekend on Sunday, I would be dreading the next work week like you would not believe. I was so crabby and grumpy all day on Sunday at the mere thought of another week doing something that was just so unfulfilling and boring to me. You know, from my perspective there, money buys a lot of things, but it doesn't buy happiness when you hate what you do. Yes. So I took a retirement package from that company. They were offering that, um, trying to downsize. And even though I was just 30 years old, it's, you know, kind of funny to consider a retirement package at that age, but I did it and, and I was able to use that money to fund my next round of education. So I went back to school, the school that I had previously attended. uh, That was UT Austin. And I completed my Bachelor of Science in Nutritional Sciences and was accepted into their supervised training program. I knocked that out,
0: took the test, and here I am. Lovely. So inspirational because, you know, that's what I find with some women is that they didn't actually start their career in health. They had a whole different life career before they found their um chosen health career so right, right so the next question is what made you decide to go out on your own and start your own business
1: so uh that's really kind of funny i i worked on and off as a nutritionist for you know 20 something years while i raised my kids while i supported my ex-husband's career and you know was just do, living life um with nutrition on the side and i loved nutrition Um, I always have. And as my kids got older, I wanted to work more. So I got a job as a legal assistant, and I continued to do the nutrition on the side. Um, At that point, I didn't really have the support from my ex-husband or family to to start my own business at that time. Um, But my kids grew up, and I got divorced. And so I decided I wanted to focus on nutrition full-time. So I transitioned into that cutting my legal hours as I built up my nutrition clients.
0: Lovely. And I guess that's one thing I have heard from you know, people and I do advise my own clients. So You don't have to drop it all to go and start your business. You can start it as a side hustle and then slowly exactly. give away the other work. Whereas some people just want to do that. They're just so sick and tired of working nine to five for someone else. And they're like, that's it. Just going to quit and go it out on my own. And you know, that suits some people, but there are many different ways to start your own business. And I'm glad you shared that with everyone, because I think a lot of us get stuck in that mindset that, oh, I have to give up everything else to focus on my business when you don't necessarily have to.
1: No, right. Actually. Yes. And for me, it was a little bit of like, um, you know, a little risk averse. And so I was like, okay, I can't just stop my income altogether. And And cross my fingers. So I just transitioned as I built up my client base and um, it worked out really well for me that way. The issue was, you know, that I'd work all day and then work all night trying to get the other, the side hustle to be a full-time hustle. Um, So it was a lot of work at that point, but I don't know. I think it was a great way for me to do it.
0: Yeah. Everyone, as I say, there's no one path or one strategy in starting your business it's got to work in with you and your you know family life and whatever it is that's going on in your life at that time right exactly exactly so the next questions are what are the positives and the negatives of running your own business
1: so the positives and the negative is the same thing it's said you're the boss which is great awesome fantastic I love the freedom that running my own business provides for me but You're the boss. Everything falls to you. That's your negative as well. For me anyway. Um, I really do love doing things my own way. I have a few people on staff that help out. But basically I'm calling all the shots and all the decisions are mine for better or for worse. Um, The feeling of building something from scratch is really amazing. And for me, the whole aspect of making somebody else's life better by what I can help them uh, do, fixing their gut is really fulfilling to me. I just, I love what I do and I'm thrilled to be able to do it. So that's pretty much the, the positive. I, another thing, you know, I love, um, being able to work from wherever I want to work from. If that's a coffee shop, if that's my home, if that's my bed, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, I really do love that. I, this is the first time in my life that I've had that sort of a situation. I've always had a, a physical office that I had to go into. And so I'm, I'm loving it actually. Um, this summer I'm going to be traveling, hiking and exploring and working all across the Western US. And um, with this online business, I get to choose where I work from. So as long as I have Wi-Fi, wifi, I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, also, I really love being able to work the hours that I wanna work. I'm a night owl, so I like to work later and then get up later. And in the corporate world, it just doesn't work out that well to be able to do that. Um, so that's another positive for me. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I, uh, I also, I, I get to do something that I'm passionate about. It doesn't feel like work to me. So that's a huge positive.
0: Awesome. And so, yeah, some of those positives are great because I think it's good to remind people that, yeah, when you run your own business, you can work when you want you set your own hours you can work from wherever you are especially if you have you know something that is online so then what would the negatives be you've said yeah you're your own boss you have to do everything else everything yourself but is there anything else that you can think of that would be a negative
1: um let's see so all the decisions are you uh if you screwed (laughs) up guess who it is it's you you're responsible Um, yeah yes you're responsible for everything um, but also, I mean, that's pretty empowering, honestly. Um, let's see another negative. Let's see. Um, it's a lot of work to start a business. That's just not a health business. That's any business. The, um, you know, jumping through the hoops for whatever your state or your, your city requirements are, it's a lot of red tape initially. And so all that work falls to you. You, know, you can't, you know, hire that part of it out. And then, The other negatives, which I'm trying to uh, not focus on so much, I guess, but you have to do the parts of the business that you might not like. If you don't want to pay bills or if you don't like to pay the bills, too bad. You have to do it anyway. If you don't like to promote yourself online, too bad. You got to do that anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So all of it's you, um, including the parts that you may not be, it may not be in your wheelhouse or parts that you
0: may not like. That's right exactly you have to do everything yourself and um i guess sometimes it's going to make you or push yourself outside your comfort zone because if there's something that you don't really like to do but you have to do it you know it forces you to you know test your own boundaries but also get you working outside your comfort zone and get you trying new things isn't
1: it yes yes and honestly i mean i say that as you know a negative but it's really it's really not a negative because you are doing just what you said, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone. And that's where there's some growth that goes on. You know, um, I remember whenever I first posted my first video on Instagram and I was just like mortified mm-hmm. <laughs> about how ridiculous I was going to look, you know, and, and, uh, you have to do something that's, that you're comfortable with as far as like, you know, I made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to ever dance on Instagram and I haven't, um, Oh why but, not <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe that's in my future i'm just I'm just not a good dancer kind for of yeah. uh, but, um but putting yourself out there and um and stepping outside of your box like you said can really be rewarding
0: totally totally, and it I guess it makes you realize that you know something that you thought was going to be scary to do in the end wasn't yes. so bad, yes, yes, or
1: you're terrified doing it, and then you're like
0: okay I don't look as stupid as I thought I was going to yeah totally awesome so (laughs) thinking back to when you started out on your own what do you wish you had have known then that you know now
1: oh I I wish I would have done it earlier Mm. I, I was thinking about you know the perfect time to do it and there isn't a perfect time I think just do it I wish I would have known that early earlier on um I also think that I would have appreciated hiring out what I'm not good at or what doesn't make me happy to do um, earlier rather than thinking that, okay, I have to conserve money or I can't spend the money on this. And, and so I'm going to try and do everything myself. Um, that's, that's a really tough way to do it from my experience, I would say. Um, I also think it's really important to find the niche that speaks to you something that you've experienced or in some way you can connect with your target audience. Um, For me, that's gut health. And that's because a couple of years ago, my dentist prescribed two antibiotics to treat a dental issue that I had going on. And so I guess my better judgment, I took them and that combo just totally wiped my gut clean. And then in healing myself, I found a Really useful specific protocol that's super successful in treating people with chronic gut issues, and so that allowed me to pivot my nutrition business that was previously focusing on helping people lose weight um, just from a very general perspective to this place where I had intimate knowledge and connection, and and I feel like that helped me connect with my clients. You know, I've been there where they are now. I know all of the weird, uh, digestive issues. So I know what that feels like. I know how hard it's try- how hard it is to try to find something to wear that's going to fit your bloated body, you know, things like that. And so, um, that's what I would recommend to your target audience is to your, um, to your audiences to try to connect with people in that way, to talk, to, uh, dial in on whatever it is that you're passionate about and find
0: that niche that you can connect with your people. Yeah. Totally great advice because I guess that's what I always talk to my clients about is you know try and find your niche, try and find your target audience who you like to work with because you'll never work a day in your life if you're working with the people that you love working with whereas exactly. If you're working with, you know, particular health conditions or whatever, you're not going to it's not going to bring you joy.
1: Right, right. That's the, that's the thing for me, like the software engineer thing, I could do it, but it just didn't bring me joy. And so now I'm thrilled to be where I am.
0: Yeah. So is there any advice or tips because you've already given a few, I guess, to that you have for other female health clinicians thinking of starting their own business? Like one before you just said, wish you'd started sooner. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any other yeah advice or tips you'd give to someone who's listening to this podcast who's teetering about whether or not they should go out alone and do it themselves do it do it do it (laughs) um
1: I, I just I can't imagine working in the corporate world again um I I just love everything about it it is harder because well I was gonna say it's harder because you you're never away from work but in a lot of the corporate world you're not away from work either you know they, they want you 24-7. Um, so I, I just say follow your what you love.
0: Yeah, great advice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've kind of touched on work-life balance because you just said before that, you know, beauty of your business, it's online. You can work from wherever. You're about to go away right. on a nice hiking holiday. So right. is that your yeah. way of managing work-life balance? Is that just what you do? I, I feel like going away somewhere i'll just take my work with me
1: yes 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 absolutely um i'm not great at the work life balance thing um, i'd say i'm a work in progress on that um but I, I would say i work more hours than i did as a corporate employee but the hours are mine to choose and um i think the work ethic thing is just part of my genetic makeup that that i want to provide the best the best service for my clients as possible, and so that's what that looks like to me. as if I spend a lot of time doing that, um, but yeah, definitely the hiking exploration uh, thing is sort of just—it's a refreshing way to to wake up somewhere new and look at a different um, landscape than your wherever you live, um, and and it's just um, a little bit of a change is just a little. A little refreshing thing for me, so that's that's part of the work life balance and what I plan on doing. <laughs> uh, we'll see how this works out. Is um is just to explore the places that I am, and I think I told you I'm starting my my trip in uh, at the beginning of June in Terlingua, Texas, in a shipping container um, that supposedly has Wi Fi. So. So uh, that's going to be a different landscape for me to see from <laughs> what I normally live in. Yeah, um, and so that's part of it, you know, it's just to, to, um, I'm still living my life, even though I run my own business and it, it's a lot of work and I spend, you know, hours doing that. I also can take time off during the day when I can go hike or, um, something in the place that I am. We were planning on, um, Rafting through Big Bend National Park where um, there's big mountains and cliffs and things on either side. And and I'll be able to do that during the day. And it won't be a vacation. I'll come home and I'll finish working until the night, you know. So so I think that is a, a really good way to do that for me, just to sort of mix work and pleasure together.
0: Yeah. No, that's so amazing and inspirational to show other women that hey, I've got an online business and I can be wherever I want to be in the world and no one would yeah. really know exactly yeah yeah you might see it in my background but you know that's fine (laughs) oh it's like all those tv ads isn't it where are you today (laughs) yes exactly that's right so of course we're coming out of you know two years it's probably almost oh it's not quite two and a half years yet is it of COVID-19 pandemic did this affect your business in a good or a bad way and did you have to pivot or recreate yourself What happened for you? That's a
1: great question. Um, you know, COVID, well, COVID affected all of us in ways that we never anticipated, but not so much with my business because I'm primarily virtual. I do have some clients locally, but what COVID did for me was it gave me more time at home to devote to getting my business, my entity created through my state and all the other things that were required to operate legit full time. Um, and so I didn't really pivot or, or recreate due to COVID specifically, um, but I did have more time to devote to getting things operational, I would say. Um, and as far as pivoting, like, you know, it's interesting because I keep pivoting. Um, I feel like I'm constantly pivoting as I'll find something really exciting or new. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna incorporate this as well. Um, for example, I've been doing gut health testing, and I use uh, the test that I use to, to figure out what was going on in my own gut, which is uh, it's sort of a um, count of the DNA of, the, of your gut bugs, um, to put it simply. But I've recently come across a food intolerance test that I like as well. And so I've, I've incorporated that as an option for uh, my clients as well. And so it's. I'm constantly. Um, I'm constantly adding things, or um, I guess pivoting in in a way to um, offer more things, or to uh, find things that complement my original um, goal with gut health. And so I feel like that's just kind of an ongoing thing, and it will continue to be an ongoing thing. I want to stay current. I want to stay. Um, with the most cutting edge, uh, testing and, um, information provided to my clients as possible. So it's a constant pivot, <laughs> but not COVID related specifically. Mm,
0: no, that's great to say that, you know, having other, well, it's kind of other income streams, but it's having other things that you can offer to clients. That's not just your right. one-on-one services, isn't it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. that Awesome. So what does the future hold for you and your business? Do you still have ideas, projects that you're wanting to implement?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. There's so many things. I think you probably know that as you uh, work in your business longer, you have more things that you want to do. There's not really ever, it doesn't feel like it to me that there's an end. You know, I want to write a book. I want to finish creating my online course. I want to add a YouTube channel. and you know, at the beginning, when I first started this, I wanted to do everything in that initial moment. But of course, that doesn't happen, because there's just too much to do to get everything set up and running. Um, But I will add in, well, like I said, I'm adding in different testing options. And um, I'll get more things going as time allows. But I think what I am allowing myself is really just to enjoy doing what I'm doing and not stress so much about, oh, I have to hurry up and do this or I have to hurry up and, you know, get a YouTube channel going and, or get a, my online course created, get that finished and get that out there. I'm just going to do it as, as time allows and as I feel happy doing it. Um, I don't want to, I'm, I'm successful the, exactly as I am and all those other things are wonderful additions but not crucial to this moment and not crucial for me to stress about.
0: No, that's great. Awesome. Thank you. So um, yeah, thanks for coming on and sharing your very amazing story of a career change and sharing that, you know, you can have an awesome health business and be mobile and just be working anywhere in the world. Cause I'm sure there'll be a few ladies, you know, interested to hear that. Cause I think a lot of people get stuck in the frame of mind that they need a bricks and mortar clinic when you know COVID has proven to us that you don't need that you can be anywhere in the world and still be servicing people all over the place yeah yeah awesome so if you could just share with us your business name and where people can find you online okay
1: yeah sure so my business name is ever vital nutrition I have a gorgeous new website at ever vital nutrition.com um that's um That is, so I offer a a freebie on my website and that is available to your people. If you, if they're interested, it's a smoothie guide to weight loss and healthy digestion and covers, there's some recipes in there and it covers some very basic gut things and some digestion things. Um, for people that are struggling with chronic gut issues. I'm also on Instagram. I will not be dancing, but you could find me on Instagram at ever vital nutrition.
0: Awesome. That's amazing. And thank you. Yes. So for anyone listening to this podcast, um, just check out the description and we will have the link to Donna's smoothie freebie. That sounds amazing and yummy. <laughs> Yes, yeah,
1: it is awesome. Uh, actually, I'm off. Also, offering a, a free gut assessment for anybody that is interested in that. It's a uh, just a quick call to uh, to uh, assess what's going on if somebody's got a gut issue, and they can um, book that on my website.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us today. You
1: bet. Yeah, you're happy. Yeah, happy to. Thanks, Donna.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. You have been listening to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. To ensure you don't miss an episode, remember to subscribe. If you are enjoying this series, please leave us a review. If after listening to this podcast episode, you feel inspired to start or transform your own health business, come join our free Facebook group, Authentic Healthpreneurs. Search Authentic Healthpreneurs in the Facebook groups. In this group, you will find free resources, webinars and other events to help propel your business forward and succeed. It is a beautiful community of like-minded female health practitioners who support and uplift one another. And celebrate our successes together. If you need help with starting or growing your health business, be sure to check out my website, authentichealthpreneurs.com. Here you will find more information on the one on one coaching services and online training programs that I offer. I would love to support and guide you to live your life purpose and see you succeed in business. If you are not sure what help you need, then be sure to book in for a free business strategy session with myself. You will find the link in the website.